We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Oh my gosh. I just like, maybe like, I literally could like feel a shift in my body just by that one little sound. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I'm your host and coach, Brittany King. And if you heard that lovely little sound, that's just a little like taste into a wonderful guest that we have on the show today, Miss Tiffany Leonardo. Welcome back to the show, my friend. Thank you so much, Bray. I can't believe just like what a transformation it's been from the first time we even just met to like doing our podcast to where life, where we both are in our lives right now. So it feels so beautiful to see things come around full circle so beautifully. I know it truly is like even, I mean, the first time that, so when I first had you on the podcast, we had never met in real life. Priscilla, of course, it, connected us. And she was like, you two need to meet. You're both are like sunshine. And we were like done and done (laughs) part of the podcast. You attended the first retreat and then you attended the third retreat. And since then I've gotten to see your incredible transformation. And like, what's so amazing is like, this is just the beginning. Um, And I'm just so excited to have you on the show to dive into all things soundbowl. And I have loved watching you learn this modality because it has inspired me to want to learn it. So I'm just excited to learn from you and share all of the things that you have learned this past year by diving into this work. Yeah. Thank you, love. It's, and you know, I'm such a big learner. I, I really feel like in order to be an inspired teacher, it's important to be a great student. And so lots of learning and education around this and And it's cool, too, because I feel like now it's becoming a little bit more uh, mainstream, like people are starting to talk about it more now, too. So I feel like it's it's perfect timing. Yeah, it's perfect timing. So let's just give like a little backstory of like who you are, you know, what has changed in the past year since um, having you on the show last year and what you're up to now. Yeah, yeah. So um, for those of us that are newer to each other, um, I'm a yin yoga and sound meditation facilitator here in the Los Angeles area. Um, And like Britt mentioned, we met through um, a a best friend of mine, a really close friend of both of us, Priscilla's. And what I've really enjoyed doing is supporting people in making wellness a lifestyle. So outside of, I did my yoga class for the week, check a mindful, like how can we really make this part of our day-to-day habits and lifestyle? And so I feel like a big part of my mission and even what I share on Instagram and on my website is, is very, um, kind of lifestyle inspired wellness. So making all of this information very tangible, easy to digest, accessible, like those are some of the biggest things that, that I hold of, of value in, in my practice. And it's, I feel like it really stems from being from the Bronx and not having access to a lot of this information 
until I moved to California. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to share with everyone. So it's, it's, it really just lights up my heart being able to share this medicine in this way. And, you know, you can absolutely tell that it does light up your heart because you truly have such a gift. I mean, at our very first retreat, Tiff had never really like, she kind of dabbled with the sound bowls. I mean, maybe, or is that like the first time you actually, that was the first time ever. So I had been a student of sound meditation for four years, but I had never let it. And, and even, even that Brit, like me deciding to lead it was inspired from COVID and seeing like Yoga just wasn't enough. Like people wanted something more than that. Like I could see in class, like their minds were still thinking they, they got to that point where there was a release, but it wasn't like a full deep relaxation. And you can see that in people's bodies, right? The bodies talk to us. And so that's when I was like, I know sound meditation has supported me in my journey with burnout and stress and anxiety, working in corporate healthcare and keeping all of the plates in the air. And I was like, I would really love to teach this and share this with people. Well, you, you stepped into it and it was just almost like intuitive because it was such a beautiful experience. And then fast forward to you leading it again at the third retreat um, in November, I was just like, well, like I was, I mean, I was mind blown at the growth <laughs> and transformation in such a short period of time of like just learning it and like, you know, dipping your toe in and then going all in um, is truly amazing. So let's just start with like, if someone is new to samples or they've like heard of it, you know, there's definitely on Spotify, there's a great playlist that I, <laughs> I listen to quite often, but let's start with the basics. Like, tell us a little bit about like, what are sound bowls? Why are sound bowls so powerful? And what does it have to do with healing? Sure thing. So um, sound bowls are, are a form of meditation. So a lot of times what most of us may be used to is seeing meditation as someone sitting in a, in a room quiet with their eyes closed in this kind of like crisscross applesauce. So sound meditation doesn't require that you're seated in that way at all. It's actually best if you're lying completely straight. And that's so that we align the, the energy centers within the body the, through the center line It's called our chakras. We allow them to be completely open to receive the sound. And so these bowls are tuned to different frequencies and they're tuned to different frequencies to either invite us to be more grounded or to raise our vibration. And kind of some more of the science behind that, our bodies are made up of over 60% water. And the brain specifically is made up of over 80% water. So if we kind of hold that concept of a glass of water in mind, if I put that glass of water on top of a speaker, I would notice that the water ripples. There's a ripple effect that happens. And because our body is made up of such a high concentration of water, that's what allows the vibration, the frequency of the bowls to ripple within our bodies and release stress, release tension. A lot of people feel as though they may have experienced something called a theta brainwave state or a delta brainwave state. So these are the brainwave states that we experience when we're getting REM sleep. 
So that's like that really good sleep that you like wake up and you can't remember where you, where you are, or like you feel like you've had the most amazing sleep ever. That's what these bowls facilitate getting us into those deep brainwave states. And so the difference between the two, the theta brainwave state is more of like that daydream. So a lot of people, when they experience sound bowls, they know that they're in the space, but their mind goes to another, another place. And so that's where the, that kind of daydream experience um, comes from through the binaural beats of the bowls. So by is two, two beats come together and the way they're immersed into the hemispheres of the brain, they create this binaural beat that helps us get into the theta brainwave state. Now, some might experience a delta brainwave state that the mind and the body, everything is just like completely disconnected. Like you wake up and you're like, where am I? Who am I? What time is it? Like you have no concept of kind of the, the space and, and time around you. So either one are good. They, they allow us to, to restore and to really relax. And I feel like it's, it's a tool, just like so many other tools that we get to have in our kit to facilitate us releasing stress. Cause I really feel like we're not shown how to manage stress in school, at work and in any parts of our lives. And so we can take these tools and make, make them into something that works with our lifestyle. Mm, Absolutely. And I mean, I know that's exactly why I've been so drawn to sound bowls because of that feeling when you come out of it, like, like, There is no better feeling. You just kind of feel like that weight or whatever that stress is has been lifted. So tell me how that works. Like, tell me what it is about the, the sound, the, the, the way that it moves through your body that helps you release the stress and anxiety that we hold inside of our bodies. Yeah. So stress in our bodies is, uh, associated with tension and for, and I'm, I'm like, motioning here on my shoulders. Cause that's where I hold a lot of my attention. Um, Same right, right <laughs> here. Yep. Yep. And so in that tension is lactic acid. So acid, you know, really draws away, uh, not only that tension, but it also pulls water from our body. So for instance, when we get a massage, a lot of times afterwards, the masseuse will say, Um, ensure that you drink a lot of water. And that's because when they move that tension, when they move that lactic acid, it's binding to water in our bodies. And that's how it alkalizes. That's how it, it like neutralizes um, itself. And so with that, that's what the bowls do. It's, it's just very similar to like a massage that releases tension. The bowls release the tension associated with that lactic acid. So just like a massage, it's super important right after a sound bath to, to drink lots of water and to replenish the body. So that's that's pretty much like in a nutshell how, how it works. It looks for these parts in our body that are looking for, for balance. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, that totally makes sense because I know when I've been in a sound bath or just like experienced the sound bowls. I can like feel it releasing through the body, like breaking. 
Um, so what about people that struggle with meditation? You know, I am a big meditation fan, as you know. Um, and a lot of times, you know, people's number one reason why they don't like to meditate is because they quote unquote, can't turn off their brain. It's too hard. You know, they don't think they're doing it right. So how does sound bowls fit into that dialogue with people that, um, you know, say they have a hard time with meditating? This is for you because I myself could not meditate. I've been a yoga teacher for six years now. Um, and I found sound medicine probably like into about a year of me practicing yoga and the whole meditation thing just did not work for me. I I tried, um, just didn't work. And so what this allows you to do one, you're comfortable. So I feel like, and, and this is some like shade, I guess, like to some folks in like the yoga community that they're like to meditate, you have to be seated in this site, it's called easy sitting pose, but it's, it's really not an easy sitting pose. Like if your back hurts, if you tend to have a lot of tension in your shoulders, like I do, it's really difficult to sit in that pose and not think about the pain in the posture. So for anyone who's like, I can't even sit that way. You can sit in a chair if you'd like, or like I said, you can completely lie flat down and have some pillows and blankets to make sure that the body's supported. And your mind needs something to focus on. And that's how we redirect the stress. So instead of focusing on the to-do list, because the bowls are, are so amplified, we have the sound to focus on. So we still give the mind something to focus on. We just replace the to-do list with the sound frequencies of the bowls. Mm. That actually makes so much sense uh, because I did the transcendental meditation where they give you a mantra and you say the mantra and the mantra, you're not supposed to tell anyone what the mantra is because it's just a sound. And that's how you get to that deep meditative state is the repetition of the mantra. And like, it drops you into that space, but that, that is challenging. It, feel, it does feel like with sound bowl, you kind of just surrender to the vibration and it takes care of the rest. You don't have to like repeat something over and over and over again until you get to that place. You kind of just lay there and receive it. And then it it, it does, it almost like does it for you. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's why I let people know that even in that, that, that um, those moments of receiving, if you fall asleep, you're not doing it wrong. Like that's totally fine. If you fall asleep, that means that you were so comfortable to let your guard down and actually right. fall asleep. Right. Like it takes that level of like vulnerability to be, feel safe enough to fall asleep. Yeah. And I always think too, especially with just meditation in general, if you fall asleep at the end of your meditation, you needed it. Like that's like, we yes. are sleep deprived yes. um, society. And, you know, we run off of coffee and we wear burnout on our, like a badge of honor. Uh, and, you know, COVID kind of like shifted that, but then, and not to say COVID's over, cause it's still very much here, <laughs> but after 2020, it was like, yeah, we took this pause and like, we were reconsidering what burnout and that hustle culture was like. And then as soon as things opened up again, it was like, okay, let's get right back into it. Like it was this pause and then back to that shift because that's yeah. just so they're so used to. So how does, you know, how does this all tie in for optimal health? You know, I love that you said that basically what you do in a nutshell is you make wellness 
a lifestyle. It's not just something you check it off the list. Like, yay, I did my yoga today, or I journal today. Like it's like integrating it, embodying it into how you show up day to day for yourself. Um, so how does this all tie into live an optimal life? Yeah. Well, um, I, as you know, I'm a huge science nerd as well, um, outside of sound meditation and through research, I've learned that 90% of what people go to the doctor for is stress related. So with that, and, and also too, I've worked in healthcare for 14 years and I've, I've seen the impact of stress on the body, like watching surgeries and viewing the internal organs and seeing stress, smoking, right? Smoking's related to stress. Drinking's related to stress. Mm-hmm. Um, East, our eating habits. It's like when we come to the basis of it, it's, it's all rooted in stress. And so it's realizing that it's always going to happen, right? And so how do we work with it? How do we make it um, work for what we need in living a life of, of greater fulfillment? And part of that is realizing, okay, this, these are the things that stress me out, whether it's work, whether it's your commute to work. I really think that it's important for us to look at our habits and from those habits, find ways to redirect. So for instance, um, with, with myself, if I was going to a hospital at like leaving the house at 6.30 in the morning, I realized part of my anxiety of getting up in the morning was because I just rolled out of bed, jumped into my scrubs and went to work and was sitting in, in rush hour traffic. Now, ways that I helped made my morning better was I ironed my scrubs. I had my socks, my shoes, my jacket, my purse, my water bottles filled. So literally in the morning, I don't have to worry about all of those things on top of getting out out of the door on time. Mm-hmm. Um, and also to having a morning practice, whether it's using binaural beats on YouTube, you mentioned a Spotify playlist, having that be part of your practice. And it could be something short, so it doesn't take up too much of your time, but really understanding, okay, where, where am I stressed out? How am I spending my time? What are my habits? And how can I make things a little easier on myself so that I'm not as stressed out? And as we mentioned, like stress is always going to happen. So when you do get triggered, how, how can you, you, we have these tiny computers in our pocket. Like, how can we utilize that to support us in taking a breath? That's the medicine that we always carry with us in you know, placing our earbuds and listening to something that's, that's more relaxing and, and really the sound bowls, at least for my experience has been like the express lane to, to meditating. It's something that feels really immersive once you have headphones in, especially if they're noise canceling. And it's a way that I know for myself recently, I was flying and I got stressed out when I got onto the plane. I, I can't tell you what triggered that? I, I was trying to think about it. I tried some breath work and it didn't help. And I listened to a 12 minute sound meditation. And by the time, like we were taking off, I was, I felt so at ease. And that was when I was like, Oh, I, I need to really beef up like my on-demand library because 
this helped me on drop of a dime right before I lost communication on my flight. Like this could help somebody else. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that answers your question. I feel like I kind of went around in some circles there. No. And I love that you gave tangible things of like, how are you starting your days? Right? Like this, you know, we talk, I talk about this so often, but like the first hour and the last hour of your day is truly the only hours that we have full control over. Everything else is like, we are our energy. We're like putting out fires. Things are happening. We are reacting to things, but I love that you shared that you, you know, you set yourself up for the next day, the night before. And then like, how do you, how do you start your day? Cause it always determines how you're going to feel. And, you know, with this topic in mind of sound bowls and, and breath work and, you know, really giving yourself that space, where can someone start with all of this? You know, we hear all these different modalities and we get really excited and we want to do them all. Um, but it's like starting slow. So where could someone start? Like what would be a good first small step if someone is like curious and wants to know how sound bowls could work for them? Yeah, that that's such a great question. Um, I feel like motion is the first place that I would start like releasing through my body. So something very simple, like our dogs do, right. They shake, they release. That's something super easy that you could do in the bathroom. No one would ever know there's different types of movements too. Like, even if you're on a zoom call, just put your, put your, (laughs) your camera off and, and move. Um, that is how you're going to notice some, some really, um, distinct trans transformations and like, Oh, my energy feels different now just by shaking alone. Um, if shaking is not your jam and moving is not your jam. Cause I know some people feel a little awkward. Like whenever I've done it in class, I could tell they feel awkward doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also, it's called breath of fire where it's like, you just breathe very heavily through your belly through, and it's more diaphragmatic breath do that for three minutes. That'll change your whole life. <laughs> and, and then if that's not your jam, like if the breathing isn't working for you, if you feel uncomfortable moving, or you feel like you're not in a place to do it, our AirPods are so tiny, right? Like those, these earbuds that we carry with us, listening to something inspirational, that's guided because sometimes when there's no vocals it's hard because the mind still is wandering, but listening to something on you, that's always my go-to, like listening to something on, on YouTube. And, and I'm also expanding my offerings too, to make this information accessible to others, because mm-hmm. I realized we all need a toolkit. Sometimes, like I mentioned, I was, I was on the plane, the breath work didn't work. So I moved to something else mm-hmm. in every scenario. It, it might be different. What's triggered your anxiety. And so we get to realize, okay, in this instance, this worked for me and we get to know more about our bodies. It's, it's talking to us. So how do we want to respond to it? And, and we learn how it wants to be taken care of. Absolutely. I think that's such an important point is when our bodies are sending us that message. It's just trying to tell us something and we can ignore it and push it away. But you know, like that, that saying goes, what you resist persists. And sometimes it like comes up at the most inconvenient time. But when you have these tools in the toolbox, it really does help you process and and work through whatever you're experiencing. So you can, you know, remain present or, you know, move forward with whatever you're doing with your day. 
Yeah. I, I actually wanted, like, I had this like aha moment when, when you were speaking to realizing, do I have anxiety? Right. Cause that's hyperactivity. Anxiety is that higher frequency. So to balance that out, I want something that's more grounding. So sometimes eating more grounding foods, um, cleaning your home. These are different things, even just sitting on the floor mm-hmm. that m- helps us in being more grounded. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if we feel depressed, we need something that's going to raise our vibration more. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's supporting us in, in having more of that because that's hypo activity. So that's less activity. We want to raise our vibe by listening to things that are a little bit more upbeat, whether it's music that's more upbeat, whether it's these binaural beats, you can even type um, binaural beats for anxiety into YouTube. And it'll have, you'll notice it'll have frequencies that are higher because it's about achieving a balance or a blend between Mm -hmm. what you're experiencing and how do we find a a nice like middle ground? Yeah. Like, like an equilibrium. Cause like, like you said, like stress is a part of life. Like stress is not going anywhere, but it's learning how to maintain that like middle ground. And it sounds like sound bowls is one of those modalities that help kind of neutralize you and bring you back to that. That's right. That's what, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. And that's why you, you'll notice um, sound meditation facilitators have all these bowls because they're raising the vibe and they're also grounding it. It's this beautiful blend because that's where we are. We're a blend. We can't be too high up because then we will have too much anxiety and we can't be too grounded because we might fall into depression. So it's finding this beautiful blend that works with our lives. Yeah. I'm like finding that flow. So how does that work then? So I'm curious with facilitating a sound bowl group, right? Everyone comes to a session, um, even like thinking of the retreat, everyone is there with different energies moving throughout their body, different emotions. They have different things that's going on, right? So everyone's kind of vibrating at different frequencies as a facilitator with the sound bowl. How do you know when to bring up and when to bring down depending on what people are experiencing internally without knowing that ahead of time? Yeah. So one thing that I do for all my practices, if it's yoga or sound meditation, I use Oracle cards Mm -hmm. and I use that to set the theme for class. And whenever I'm pulling those cards, I ask the universe to, to, to allow the cards to amplify whatever message is going to call our session forward is going to call our, um, our students forward into their practice in, in life. And so sometimes as I'm going through the cards and I'm sharing the message, I can see who it resonates with. I can see who seems a little bit distracted. Um, and and so, so that's one way that I like to um, just kind of connect with the class with nonverbal. Again, the body speaks to us. So you can see someone's postures and see what they're resonating with. Um, And the next thing that I do is with all of my sound meditations, I start with that deeper tone because the body is physically on the ground. And oftentimes there's more people that have anxiety 
and like overwhelm than there are with, with kind of like those deeper depressing kind of. So oftentimes we, it's important for us to get grounded and even just think of a tree, like lay your roots so that you can grow. And, and so with the sound meditations, usually the first 15, 20 minutes, because as you know, Britt, it takes 15 minutes for us to focus on a task. Mm -hmm. So those first 15, 20 minutes is laying the roots, having more grounding tones. And then even as I'm, as I'm doing the more grounding, I'll like chime the, the um, higher frequencies a little bit just to kind of keep the brain stimulated. And then as the sound meditation progresses, we have more of a blend of the higher. And then maybe I just, this is called chiming. Like when I, when I tap the side of it, it's called chiming. So then I'll chime the, the deeper ones. So I still play both of them, but it's, it's kind of starting from the ground and then working our way up. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes, that makes so much sense. And like, you know, I'm so curious because holding space, not knowing what energies are, you know, people are coming in with and being able to, to facilitate that, I think is such a gift. And that is one of your gifts is that intuitive sense of like what someone might be experiencing without talking about it. Um, so I would love, since your sound bowls are here, like, do you want to give a little teaser of like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, selfishly, I'm like, can we just spend in the last part of the podcast, just listening to the sound bowls? Yeah, I would love that. I would love that for sure. Okay. Cool. Well then let's do a little introduction then let's, you know, um, how you would start a session and just do a little hybrid of like what that experience is like. Yeah. Yeah. So for, for all of our folks listening, I just invite you to, if you haven't done so already have connect some headphones, or maybe you want to pause this podcast and connect like your Bluetooth speaker, just something so that the sound feels a bit more immersive for you. And exhale and empty. Hold the breath at the bottom. And as you inhale the breath into the body, we're inhaling new life a new opportunity to restart as we fill the headspace up with that breath. Exhale, allow the breath, allow these sound waves to wash over your body. Holding the breath at the bottom. Deep inhale. Pulling the breath into the body as we nourish the cells, we nourish the life within our body. And exhale, allow the breath to wash over you, the body to soften. and hold the breath. Take in another inhale. And as we inhale, envision expansion. Envision yourself taking up space. Maybe you physically take up space. 
spreading your toes, your fingers, shining the heart forward, and exhale. Each breath is an opportunity to start over again. It's a chance to restart. Allow the breath to come to its more organic rhythm. And just notice, notice how the body feels in this moment. It's always speaking to us. And it's a relationship just like any other. It requires time, dedicated time. It's looking for attention or acknowledgement. To feel like it matters. Allow your eyes to softly awaken back into the space. And as your eyes awaken, begin to allow yourself to orient back into the room, back into your space. By listening, looking, hearing, feeling the environment around you. Thank you for sharing in this sound experience with us. <laughs> oh, so good. It's amazing how just, I mean, how long is that? Three minutes less, two? Yeah, probably just a little less. Yeah. <laughs> like how just like the power of just closing your eyes and going inward and just how much more calming that is, right? Like I think a lot of times people think they need hours 20 minutes, 30 minutes to get a benefit of something like this. And you truly only need a few minutes to start. Of course, the, the, the longer you do it, the more you benefit, but you don't need that much time. Exactly. Exactly. And I, and I think, especially with us beginning this new year, it's about what habits are realistic for us to Mm -hmm. attain because it's not about this this goal of, oh, it needs to be an hour for its account. And even that language, a goal feels kind of far sometimes, mm-hmm. whereas a habit we can do right now with this breath, it's here. It's, it's something that's attainable in the now. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like the habits is what takes us to the goal, right? Like the yes. little things that we do every day. Woo. Thank you so much. That was so great. Just a little impromptu sample three <laughs> minute sesh. So tell me where I know you have your podcast, but tell me, you know, what, what you've been up to as far as your services. And if someone wanted to know more or get more information, where could they find you? Yeah. Yeah. So I spent a lot of my time on Instagram. So feel free to DM me at curl crush yoga. 
Um, I've, I'm really passionate about, about this work. And as I mentioned, I want to make it accessible. So I have um, some IG lives with me talking more about the, these types of conversations that Britt and I are having. Um, I also have done sound meditations on, on my Instagram as well. Um, I've expanded outside of more of those, th- those kind of public offerings to more intimate one-on-one sessions as well, or private group sessions. Like if you're celebrating a bridal shower or a baby shower, or just these different life experiences that you want to connect with, with your loved ones in a more intimate way and, and share this experience. Um, and, and that's a newer offering. That's something that just started this year. And, and I love to see just how life is blossoming around me. And, and I love to like, have, have my bowls be, be a part of those experiences with, with people as we're all taking shape in this new season. That's so awesome. And like I said, it's so cool to see where you were a year ago to like what you're offering now. Uh, It's just, it's, there's just so much value in what you're doing and just by being you, that's, what's so wonderful. (laughs) And and you get this magic at the align retreat more like sound bowl magic, but Tiff loves workshops. She loves retreats. She has an extensive background in it and she's going to be leading and facilitating uh, a lot of the align retreat and coming this April. So you get to experience, I mean, if you're coming, you get to experience this in real life, which is 10 times better. But if you're thinking about attending and you want in on this magic, like there's just, it's such a special place to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited too, because I love getting to like connect with people in person and hear more about their experiences or even just their aha moments coming out of a sound bath. Mm-hmm. And I love that we get to do that in such a intimate setting with, with just a, a like-minded tribe. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it is so beautiful. And like, not to toot your horn, but I will say just like having you as a participant and like also leading the sound bowl, but like your contribution and your insights and things that you share are just so valuable that it just adds this whole other element to the experience. It's just like, like by having you there. Thank you, love. Yeah. It's, it's been so life-giving for me, just like the relationships that we get to walk away with from this sisterhood of like, we walk in as strangers and we, and we leave, um, as a tribe. It's, it's so fulfilling for me. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, of course. Well, thank you so much for your time and coming back on the show. It's so cool to listen to the episode from last year to where you are now. And just like, Oh, it's so it's like, there's just so much growth and transformation. And I'm excited to see where this takes you a year from now. Yeah, me too, girl. Me too. We, I had Kinergy this past year facilitating for your retreat, um, you, your retreats this, this past year as well. Like sky's the limit. We're here for it. Sky <laughs> is the limit. Are you still facilitating with Kinergy? I am. I am. So I have um, a few offerings on their on-demand library, which I've been contributing to. I'm launching my own library this summer is actually not this summer. I misspoke for um, Valentine's Day. I'll be launching my own for for the self-love month. It's one of my favorite months of the year. So yeah, just all the things. Soho House, like just 
a lot of things are, are coming up on, onto the horizon and I'm excited that I get to stretch my, my branches and, and grow in this way. Oh, so great. Well, I will be there cheering you along every step of the way. Um, Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, love.